The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for My Place Secure Delivery Bundle. Visit myplacesmarts.com.au. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. How was your stretch, Pete? You're right. It was a good stretch, mate. When you get a good stretch and everything just, yeah. We should be stretching more, shouldn't we? We should be stretching mm. more. Okay. Um, can I come to you with something first? Yeah. Rami here, by the way, before we get into what we're here for. Hi, Rami. Um, <laughs> <laughs> producer Rami and producer Carrie yes. join us for our podcast um, every day. Carid, I told you about this this morning, but it's still happening. I need to ask questions. Um, oh, yes. Rami's got Rami's questions. Rami's got questions. Rami's oh. got questions. Can, we, can you please put, producer Rami, could you please put it in your calendar that we would like to make an open oh, up sure. for yeah, the yeah. segment, yeah, Rami's Got Questions. Rami's I think got... we know we're all going to need it. On He's Rami. Rami's picking up a pen He's writing it down on his to-do list. And you have to voice over it as well. He's the producer. He's the executive (laughs) producer of Perth's Pete, Matt and Kibler. And And he's he's got got questions. (laughs) That is great. There's the opener. But this one's more of a health-related one to me because it's kind of annoying me now. I woke up this morning with a uh, numb, like pins and needles in my thumb. Mm-hmm. And it has not gone away since I've woken up. Where is it? Under the me. nail or under the whole thing? Just the or... thumb, right here. Right what did here. You, What did you get up and... up to last night for Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dude. Well, it was a fist situation. <laughs> oh my god! Are we going to have to cut that? Um, is that two days? No. In a row? no yeah. The only reason we would have to cut it is because he could have. She should have called it a fistuation. 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 <laughs> yeah. um, Who was the fist to do with the hole? <laughs> Shout out to Jake. Love you, baby. <laughs> anyway. You know, Rami, I've had uh, this. slept funny, I I also get those pins and needles and the numbness and the no feeling in my fingertips. Yeah. And I, I think it's because I've got really bad circulation. But I've never had that. And it's just in your thumb, right? Just it's not in thumb. any of yeah, your fingers. I, I wake up thumb. sometimes and I just have it in my index finger. Yeah, right. Oh, but and I don't, I don't have, know why. I don't think I have bad circulation. No, I've never been told that. I've got exceptionally had... cold hands, so oh, it's I'm quite always, common for me. I'm known as a heat bag. Like I'm always oh. <laughs> a heat bag. Oh. I'm going yeah. to okay. the heat bag. I'm going to look at Doctor Google while you all oh, make God. guesses of well, what's I happening Googled to Rami. It, yeah. And it did oh, say you it, never Google it. Never Google so it. it. Said I've got either cancer, mm-hmm. carpal t- syndrome, tunnel, carpal tunnel. tunnel. That one. Not 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 carpal tunnel. Carpool. He was talking about carpooling. In a tunnel. Carpool grand. Pharma syndrome. <laughs> yeah. And the third one, which is more likely, I think I slept funny <laughs> and the pressure on that arm was just like not there. Funny, yeah. funny, serious or funny, ha ha? Funny, like funny, serious. Right. Uh, no, mm, neither. <laughs> I think that sounds more, more <laughs> because my, logical that you've yeah. just maybe like. This bit is like I needed like a. I'm in pain. Oh Here you go. God. Take Kimber's love stick. Yes. Oh, Kimber has a that. massage. Have you, stick have you washed that? Here. No, it doesn't get washed. It's loved by everybody in the office. You'll never have to use Sharing your fist is again. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, we do actually have some content to talk oh, about on today's podcast. That's good. Rami's massaging is, oh. his shoulder. It's, it's actually Kimber's love stick for those of you at home. It's actually a therapy cane. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what one is, it's like it looks like a shepherd's hook. Yeah. And it's amazing for it getting those horrible, horrible niggly pains out of your shoulders, yeah, blades, and your back and your hips and. It's really amazing. So get yourself a therapy cane or Kimber's Love Stick. Where did you buy it from? That one came from Kmart. They don't make that same design anymore, but they do something similar. But you can buy them online and they're really good for you.
<laughs> we did bring some content to the show today. Now, oh, this, great. This rave Honestly, was... if we didn't have producer Kerry, where would we be? <laughs> where, would know, we be? where would we be, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, this came very close to making it on air today because we were waiting for something to come back to us. Kimber, you pitched us a story about a particular ballet composer. Oh, <laughs> is this not going to make it to air? Because I have prepped it for air. No. Oh, I really wanted to, to, rem- I just... wanted to surprise Pete. We could use this as a podcast bit and play it on the show. Okay. All right. Because I, I but then it won't be the same surprise tomorrow. But it won't what? be in tomorrow's show no, anyway. We'll... We're too busy tomorrow. Oh We've shit! We've got too much stuff going. Yeah. On. Wow. Really? Well, yeah, we, we have a lot tomorrow. Okay. Tune in tomorrow. Uh, but okay. no, do your best, Kimber, well, and we'll still play this on the air. Okay. Well, look, Pete. I I got a story that I think is right in your wheelhouse. Mm. So for anyone that is new to our mixed family, maybe listening for the first time, name a couple of things that you think are in your wheelhouse, just so they get an idea of Pete. Oh, okay. Well, video games, mm-hmm. uh, spot on in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And a family. Oh, family, my kids. Yep. Um, yeah. Food. It's, food. Mm-hmm. Italian. Yeah. There is something significant the, that the, you've missed. I'm the boy next hole. door. That's who I am. <laughs> yeah. Just a humble you are, man. You're wholesome. Yeah. Yep. You know, um, but there is something that you've missed that's in your wheelhouse. And I'll share this story because I think it will tickle your funny bone. Athleticism. Uh, <laughs> There's a ballet choreographer in Germany. Yeah. Um, I know you're thinking, what His ballet? Face. His name's Marco Gok or Gok. Not quite sure how to pronounce I don't it. I mate. I'm hearing this for the first time. Now, there was a question Marco, mark on the end of that. Marco has put on a great ballet called Faith, Love, Hope. Uh-huh. Right? Really big deal. Choreographed it. And a ballet critic saw the premiere and wrote a review mm. describing the show as boring and disjointed. Okay. Now, Pete, you're wondering what part of this is in your wheelhouse, I know. Oh, right. Has this got anything to do with what I said to Virginia Gay? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. No. What did you say to her? I said, no, how I was saying that, like, like theatre and rhyming couplets are not my bag. I'm more yes, of a Marvel, Marvel guy, yeah. which is also a... in my wheelhouse. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you it is in your wheelhouse because the choreographer saw the critic yeah. at the theatre and blocked her way and would not let her pass because he was confronting her about the horrible things she had said about his show. Yeah. And calling her a bad writer. And when she tried to get past him, he reached into his pocket and he took out a bag and he opened the bag and smeared the open bag oh, of dog poo no. all over her face. <laughs> no! <laughs> what? That's what he did. He's oh. got a dash hound called Gustav. I've got so many Gustav. questions. <laughs> I've got Gustav, so many questions. And Gustav is a dog that g- goes around the joint with him. So it was around somewhere in the theatre and it had he had a fresh poo in his pocket in a bag. And so he went for it. He just has gone straight in, smeared it on her face. And she screamed and onlookers, everyone was watching and it was all happening and security took him out. He's since come out two days later and said he's sorry for what he did. <laughs> he knows that what he did was wrong and he thinks that perhaps he overreacted. Perhaps. <laughs> I want to hear Pete's hierarchy of questions here. I want to know yeah. to you what is the most important question in this story. Who the hell calls their dog Gustav? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that's the most concerning bit. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously. Obviously. I just it's... wanted you to know it was part of your secret segment. Yeah. When did a poo sneak up on you? Yeah, right. <laughs> and we were going to roll a seat. Because we haven't done a when did a poo sneak up on you this year. Not yet. for 2023. Not for 2023. No, that yeah. is in your wheelhouse. Who's walking around with dog poo in their pocket? Oh, what the hell, A man, man? on a mission, it seems. No, He's mate. A that's sweet little bag of fresh Gusto. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good chance. Wow. And I thought you guys didn't take criticism well. It seems like we have a winner. <laughs> Actually, that's how I'm going to respond. We're, we're pet sitting um, mum and dad's Gabby at the moment. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. And I've got a few fresh bags of Gabby. You also have three kids as well. And three so, kids, yeah. yeah. So you can, you can have a choice if my oh. stuff doesn't make it up on the board. Do you want Gabby or do you want Ollie? That's the second dog I've heard that's named Gabby. What yeah. an odd name. Because Carly over at Hit WA, she's got a dog named Gabby. Oh, yeah. it is too. Yeah, it is. What's with the Gabby? What's, what's Carly's dog? It's a big dog. It's a big um, mixed breed dog. Big dog. Big, big dog. dog. Didn't big like dog. it when we met. It was the big dog on um, Bring Your Dog to Work Day. Uh, because um, both Rami and I have got small black dogs. He's got mm. a little black dog called Chapter, a little pug. And I've yeah. got little black McGruff. And they both ran over to get to know Gabby. And, <laughs> and Carly went... Don't bring him over here. He hates small dogs. She hates small dogs. I, which, I mean, seriously. There's, again, I don't like Gabby. I've got more questions. Oh, God. Why, why do you bring your dog that hates other dogs yeah. to dog day? Yes, thank and you. There, was, there were so many dogs in here where, like, other dogs weren't allowed to go up to them because they hate other dogs. And Gabby, Gabby was what one are of you the, doing? Gabby was one of the better behaved dogs. There were other dogs. There was particularly another dog in yes. the studio. Not in our studio, but in the office that really did not like other dogs. And yeah. that, that dog. Was cast away into the corner. The kind of dog you wouldn't approach at a park. Right. Yes. You know, you know, I was I got a funny story for you guys about um dogs and Who? uh no 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 and should dogs. we do this on tomorrow's podcast? Oh, I think we should. Dogs think... meeting other dogs. Okay. No, I just thought it's, if it's a good story, bring oh, it back because no, like, this has been quite a long chat. It's but... probably not a lot of like not a for, on the air story. Oh, right? okay. Um Captain Paul, who used to be on this Radio station, station yeah. mm-hmm. who people, you even like you go out in the street and, say, and people are like, oh, you're on Mix 94.5. I was like, yeah, how's Captain Paul going? Like, oh, that's yeah. you know, yeah. that level of popular dude. Oh, he yeah. had a dog as well. He had a dog, a dog. Bella has Bella. got a dog called Bella. And I brought Ranger in one day oh. years ago. Now, um, Bella and Captain Paul have a very special relationship. Mm-hmm. Ranger, right? by the way, is your late dog, right? My late dog. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Bree, who used to be our producer. Mm hmm. Years ago. Also, um, you're late, Patrice. Yeah. No, she's still with us. She she's, just doesn't work here. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Don't say that. She's yeah, a good she's, friend. And she's, just, <laughs> she's just had a baby. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, she? Yeah, she has. How yeah. do I not know that? Because you, you don't have Instagram. God, Get Instagram. I haven't spoken to her in ages. It's the only so way you know things I really need though. to message her. Excuse me. And anyway, Ranger's a gentleman. Yeah. It would be nice for the two dogs just to hang out. And so Bree was like, oh, Captain Paul, can you can Ranger come out? She was out in the producer's airlock. Can you come out and hang out? And Captain Paul was like, nah. <laughs> and we were, we all laughed because we were like, oh, good one, Captain Paul. Another joke. Nice and early for the morning. He's like, no. No, they're not allowed to hang out together. Why? Because oh. uh, Ranger wasn't trained enough to hang oh. out with Bella. Wow. And oh. so, yeah, my, my Ranger was not, not allowed to not hang out. Not trained enough. Bella, who used to lay here in the middle of the floor so that I nearly tripped over her every yeah. time I ran into the studio. <laughs> yeah. That is the trained <laughs> yeah. dog. Oh, okay, cool. When Captain you say Paul, 
when you say Ranger wasn't trained enough, is it like a euphemism? Like no, no, he was just wasn't. He just oh, wasn't. He, I took it as he was mounting. No, her. he was neutered, mate. He d- he didn't get he into was just that. Too so wild. He was, yeah. oh, sure. Yeah. Well, he did piss in the boss's office when he came in. He, well, that's <laughs> so nothing true. changed. That is true. On the wall too, where we where we put the seat in front of it, and it's still there, and the boss still doesn't know. <laughs> She'll be listening to this. She will be listening to this. Hey guys, what's on the podcast today? Oh, see, producer oh, Kerry, someone give this guy more money. He's the only one doing <laughs> an actual job. I mean, honestly, Kerry, you're so you've got all the technology to go back and cut that bit out, and you can play it in any contract oh. negotiations. I will back you in. Um, uh, all right. On the podcast today, Virginia Gay, my very good friend. Sure, mate. From All Saints sure. and Winners and Losers. You're very good friend. I thought we were. Coffees and cocktails every day. It's very yeah. embarrassing the way she reacts. Forbes top 10 entertainers. Entertainers. You did not expect those top three. No, I didn't. Or top I did 10. not. No, the top 10 were weird. Um, calls about couldn't be bothered, so you just left it. Good calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great calls. I hope my advice fixes your clothesline. Thank you. Um, Valentine's Day at my house was a treat mm. for the kids. Sexy at least. times. And we spoke to an ex student of mine, mm. Dennis. Yeah. But you're not happy. I'm not happy. And you'll hear why. Okay. Enjoy You're the podcast. Never happy. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. I thought you were walking funny this morning when you walked in this morning. What? What? Yeah. <gasps> You're referring to the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> I very proud of myself. Yeah. Uh, spent an afternoon the other day putting up a brand new clothesline out the side of the house. Oh, great! It's just one of those, you know, those those clotheslines where. Uh, you lift them from the wall and yeah, then it goes clicking. Yep. Yep. And um, I did all the bits, but I was also having a day where I was a bit uh, like I was in a, I was in a bit of a poop mood, right? So <laughs> me going out there and actually putting that clothesline up was, uh, and my wife knows this, it was more me just going, I'm in a poop mood. I need to go outside and just work on something for an hour. Sure. And then just clear the, clear the pipes and then I'm, I'm all good. Okay. Right. Yep. Anyway, I get this thing up, <clears throat> and all the way there, right, so I've bolted everything in, I've drilled the holes into the walls, and I've set it all up, and then I've lifted it, and it's gone click, but on the left side, it's beautiful, it's sturdy. Yeah. It's rock hard, right? Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it needs to be. And on the right side, it's gone, meow, <laughs> and just like dropped just a little bit, oh. but just, just you enough. You haven't put it in properly. No, no, it was in. It right. was in, it was there, and it was up, and it was right. And I know this because you can only get it up there if the right side is exactly like the left side, and the, the right side is exactly like the left side. Mm-hmm. And I looked at this thing, and I went, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Because it took me about an hour to get this thing up. Yep. And I thought to myself, the only way that I'm going to fix this thing is I've got to take it off, and I've got to take it back. Now, that's oh. another, yeah, ah, oh, right. Because you can't get of, it back in the box. No. You can't return it. And thank you, Bunnings, because it was, it was, you know, it's a Bunnings thing. You, yep. know, you just rock up there and just hear you go, and they're like, yeah, no, good, we'll swap it over. But it's just the idea of having to take it off the wall uh, and then do all that, gather it up, drive all the way to Bunnings, walk inside, wait for an attendant. Then they go, yeah, here you go. Here's another one. And then like, it's just, it's an afternoon I just wasn't ready for. So I just left it. <laughs> so there's, there's no clothes going on that line. Oh, no, there's- it was yesterday. So um, I went out and put some clothes up on that line and then walked back in and went, there's something... Like, is that the way that that clothesline's meant to be, where the right-hand side just is a little bit lower than the left? And I was, <laughs> and I was just, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's um, uh, it's just the way, because it's meant to be for the wind, the I don't way know. the wind hits the clothes. I don't so. know if I should tell you this or not, but, like, 
I know how to fix it. How? Because I fitted my own clothesline about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And how do you the, fix it? one of those clotheslines, the thing is, you've got the nuts too tight. As with all good problems in life, your nuts are too tight. If you just, <laughs> if you just. Rami just spit out his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where the bolt's going together, if you make that uh-huh. too tight, it holds the arm and it doesn't release. So if you just give them a little bit more give, yeah, yeah. loosen them up a bit, your clothesline will function properly. Where were you Monday? <laughs> wanted to ask a question this morning. Couldn't be bothered, so I left it. Couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered, so I left it. Yeah, half right. of my shower's siliconed at the moment. Yeah, see, there you go. Like, you, you might be it. having a day. I'm sick to death of it. You might even be motivated. You having a motivated day and you just got stuck into something and then you'd sort of step back from the job and look at it and go, that's not right. But it's just so much effort to have to sort it out. You just leave it and now you've lived with it for 15 years. <laughs> Michael and Camillo, what did you could not be bothered with, so you left it? <laughs> Morning, guys. Uh, pretty much. So me and the missus got a cot, and I guess being a being a dad or being a man, just not really looking at the uh, instructions much. So ended up building the cot, and it wasn't until right at the end that we that I realised pretty much that one of the pieces was uh, wrong and in the wrong position on the cot. And the only way to do it was to take apart the whole cot. And yeah, so I said stuff that in a year and a half later. Um, yes. Cool. Is your baby okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't stop the function of what is needed, you know. Yeah, it's just meant to sit right. there. You meant to put your baby it, it, in it. It so. doesn't fit safety standards, yeah. but you've done the job, Michael. It sounds you've... like everything's fine. Everything's just fine. Carry on. Sean in Brabham, what's the job that you just can't be bothered finish? Ding. Oh my God. <laughs> you couldn't be bothered finishing that sentence, right? Uh, go on, Sean. Good morning. So my partner uh, two years ago thought it was smart to pull up half the patio. It was half paved, half grass. Um, not a big, big job, but uh, we actually got it finished yesterday. So two years later, it took a day for a brick paver to come in and finish it. And <laughs> Did you hire the brick paver, Sean? <laughs> no, but I thought soon I think I would get it done quicker. <laughs> but, yeah, just having, like, the doors open with no sand blowing in, it's great. Yeah, I can imagine. Get that washing line done. Yeah. You would, have wasted, you would uh. have wasted more time vacuuming the house and sweeping and stuff yeah. for all the sand than it would have taken to pave. I know, but it, like, you don't think of that so at the time, annoying, do yeah. you? Uh, Emma in Rivervale, good morning to you. Couldn't be bothered, so you left it. Yeah, so we bought a house about 15 years ago that has a big swimming pool in it. It looked lovely and was filled with water, only to realise that the people who sold it to us um, had only slapdashed it with some house paint, filled it with water, and uh, made it look pretty for selling. Wow. Um, what? Wow. Then we realised that we'd had to empty it and look at it, and it was a massive job. We have to scrape everything back. Um, we'd have to sandblast it. It's just, yeah, so it's been sitting empty there for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> 15. 15. Don't you just get to the stage where it's just a... Uh... How do you explain it to people? Do you have to tell that to people every time they come well, over to your house for the yeah, first time? Yeah, pretty much. Everyone's like, why is it operational? I'm like, well, it was, but then it wasn't. But yeah, no. So I've just I've recently started working for a maintenance company. He said, you know what? It's not actually that hard. We just have to, you know, scrape it back, sandblast it and paint it. It only take a couple of days. So after 15 years, I've realized that maybe it is a pretty easy job and you can get some oh, help to fix Emma, it finally. Just get out there with a spray can, do it yourself, throw water <laughs> in it. looks amazing when guests come over. Yeah. You don't I need know, to swim right? in it. <laughs> And then sell your house. Good time to sell your house at the moment. Eh? That's exactly right, mate. Uh, let us know when it's ready. We'll come over for a pool party and celebrate. 
Sounds like a plan. Oh, wait. See you in 15 <laughs> years. <laughs> awesome. Pete, and Kimber. Mate, give us this list, please. Okay, this list is surprising. I probably wouldn't normally talk about it because, as you say, who cares who's rich? Yeah. We get it. There are rich people. But these are the top 10 highest paid entertainers in the world in 2022, according to Forbes. All right. Top 10 entertainers. Now, I can tell you the top three were not on my list or radar at all. Okay. Have a stab in the dark of someone who you think was a top entertainer last year that would make the top three. So you want me to hit the top three? Anyone. Yep. Last year? Yep. I'm going to go with a bloke by the name of Mr. Beast. Oh, Mr. Beast, I know who you're talking about, but nope. He wasn't the top. Nope. Really? Uh, oh, I, uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Sadly, no. No? Nope. And, and I have to tell you who they are because it's going to blow your mind. I'm okay. going to start with number one. I know this isn't the traditional way to do a list, but yeah. I'm doing it. Okay. I'm going to start with number one because at $230 million last year, yeah. it's this. Yes. Unbelievable. You're joking. Genesis. Genesis was the top paid entertainer So it wasn't just Phil Collins, it was actually Genesis yeah. when he was in the group. Well, this is how it worked. They sold their rights to the music. Oh, didn't they pick up something stupid like $700 million for that? Well, they made $230 mil in the year, so I'm guessing not $700, but still sold the rights to their music and some solo albums for Phil Collins as well. Yeah. So coming in at number two, here we go. I hope that someone gets my message Sting. Yeah, you know how he made his money? He sold his entire discography. Discog- no, no, he didn't. <laughs> Discog- so he, I can't say that word. So how are you going? <laughs> no, mate, he sold the orchids from King's Park and he sold them on the oh, black that's market. Right. You, you think the Sting I think them. Sting did it. Well, he sold. Wow. So everyone's making money from selling their gear. So the person in third place is the person I don't know, mm. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. $175 million, director of House of Pain and Assisted Living. Means nothing to me. Yeah, me neither. And then coming in at four and five, yep. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, South Park. South okay. Park, $160 million. They signed a deal with Paramount for $935 million over six years. Yeah. And yep. then same with Matt Gronig and James Brooks. The Simpsons. 30 seasons sold to Disney for $105 mil. So all these people, not only did they make all their money in the start, mm. But now they're making it all on the back end as well. Yeah. Because following them, it's Brad Pitt, Rolling Stones, James Cameron, Taylor Swift, and Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny rounds out the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Matt, and Kimber. Today, I will love you more than I did yesterday and not as much as I will tomorrow. Are oh. uh, the vows uh, that I said on mine and my wife's wedding day. That's beautiful. Back in 2015. They're part of the vows. Gorgeous. And um, it's a little text message that I send to my wife first thing in the morning, uh, every Valentine's Day. That's and, it, you know, occasionally other days and such, you know, so on and so forth. And when you're, you know, when you're married, been married for a few years, I mean, it's quite cliche, but the joke is, oh, you married for a few years, got a few kids, the romance goes out of the relationship, blah, 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 blah. It becomes hard. Well, the reality is you're busy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely busy. But um, I just had a day yesterday where I just had a, I was just like, man, we are every bit that cliche that you could possibly think of. Because, you know, when you're young and you first get together and it's like all love and lust and like, you know, like doing- How doing, good is that? Doing the do on Valentine's Day isn't even something necessarily special because you- 
It's you're doing it all the time. Every chance that you possibly get. Yeah. And now Valentine's Day represents that one special day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now God, is... I'm, I feel so bad that we tried to get you on that work call last yeah, night. Yeah, thanks. thanks now I, I know you had other plans. But no, I did. I had a moment last night where I was just sort of reviewing how the day went yesterday and went, I'm that cliche. Because um, I had a big day of work yesterday, got home. You know, this is Valentine's Day. Let's make that clear. I get home. Ollie's screaming. His nappy's full. Um, my wife. My wife hands him to me, right, where once upon a time it might have been like a nice Valentine's Day gift or something like that. Here yeah, is here's the, your gift. Here is the trophy of our romance yeah, together. Go and change your son. He stinks. <laughs> then she runs out the door uh, and she makes it to school just in time because she's got an Arvo meeting for one of the girls who are both at school. She's got to pick him up and then rushes home. Girls in five minutes, change into their swimming lesson stuff, and then straight back out into swimming lessons. Oh. And I'm just there hanging out with Ollie again. We're just playing Hot Wheels cars on the set that I, you know. Um, and then she gets home, and it's by that stage, it's like almost 5 36 o'clock, and the nightly routine has started, which is bath the kids get them to bed, like get all the lunches ready, make sure everybody's had a bit of dinner. At one stage, while I'm at the sink, um, and I'm washing the dishes, right, and looking over, and she's holding one Sorry, of the. For those of you playing at home, that's called foreplay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny that you say <laughs> that. Suddenly, you're doing the dishes. I'm washing the dishes. She's holding down one of the kids, trying to brush their teeth, and they're not having it. And then I've taken my moment, right, and I've looked over at her, and she's looked at me. We've locked eyes, and I've just given her a little wink. I'm like, you know, today's the day. When we find a place to put these small children, you and I are on. And bless her, like, you know, my wife, she's like, okay, like, just, cool. Like, you know, just a bit of a wink back and we'll get the kids to bed and so on and so forth. And uh, I've got to put Mila to bed, like, with me. Like, I've got to go and sleep in her bed to have her sleep in her room, right? Because she's going through some, I don't want to sleep by myself at the moment. Yeah. And uh, then the next thing I know, it's 10 past five this morning and I've woken up and my alarm hasn't gone off and I'm late for work. Oh, so no. So happy, va- happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I happy Valentine's Day. We would have given you a morning off to go and have some fun. It's not a morning off that I needed, Kimber. <laughs> <laughs> We've got an update. All right. Now tell me you think Virginia Gay will remember you. Tell me. I- I mean, Virginia and I used to be friends. I mean, uh-huh. like, it's, you know, we weren't, like, hanging out on the reg, but, like, I think she would remember me. We were friends at Whopper. Do you reckon? Yeah. I thought so. Okay. It'll be pretty oh, bloody is... awkward if she doesn't. Let's find out, shall we? <laughs> She's the Aussie actress we've grown to love, starring in hits like All Saints and Winners and Losers. And now she's in town for Perth Festival. Please welcome Virginia Gay. Hello, Virginia Gay. Hello, my darlings. How are you? Oh, hi, Virginia. Do you remember Kimber? No, we weren't in the same year, were we, Kimber? No. See, I feel I was in I was in the Bachelor of Theatre Arts while you were doing yes. acting, and I feel yes. like maybe did you graduate two thousand three or four? I graduated two thousand five. Five. Oh, so you were the year below me. Oh, great. Yeah, but oh, so great. see, I see no shit. So then, it, you know, let's start again. It is embarrassing. She doesn't remember me. <laughs> And I thought we used to be friends. This is everything I hope. Ginny, we used to, I used to have your phone number. Like I actually oh like this is just oh humiliating. I'm so sorry. Oh, Virginia, oh, the gosh. entire morning since no. the guys first mentioned, guys, we're gonna have Virginia Gay on the show. Kimber's been like, Yeah, we used to be mates. She's go out all the time for coffee and cocktails. I did not say that. 
Oh, we used to know each other. We used to hang out at parties yeah, and stuff. I would yeah. look. With the greatest of respect, I have drunk a lot in the last 20 years. <laughs> and I would like to apologise for the extreme deterioration of my brain cells. It's hey, cooler. It is, cool. it is so nice to speak with you. And it is so exciting to have you here in Perth, uh, back to your home away from home, because you know. having been here and, and done Whopper. Um, but Cyrano from Feb 17 to March 5 at the Heath Ledger Theatre for the Perth Festival. How good? Yes, indeed. We've, I've been looking for a show to bring to Perth, to bring back to Perth since I left, basically. I loved Perth. I learned everything I know from WAPA. I couldn't be more grateful. So I feel really, really thrilled. The, you've adapted the original play from 1897, which was written in rhyming couplets. Have yep, you followed yep. that form? No, no, I have not. <laughs> and I have not for many reasons. One is because I don't have a brain that rhymes. And two, actually, is because I wanted to think about a different kind of poetry. And one of the things that I was really interested in looking at in Cyrano was how, if we tell old stories, how we tell them for a modern audience and why we continue to tell them. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, Virginia, the depth of my um, theatre knowledge is taking my girls to go and see uh, Let It Go, uh, Frozen the oh. Musical. Um, Darling, it's not theatre knowledge, it's just general grammar in English. Oh, which was amazing. <laughs> There's that. Uh, and I'm a, look, I'm a, I'm a Marvel movies kind of guy. So. Me too. Are you I really? Marvel. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Did you see that they dropped the latest trailer for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 today? No, I did not. <gasps> yes, immediately goes. Guys, we can't keep talking. I have to go and look up the trailer. <laughs> no, seriously, today's like Christmas. We got that, and we got the the uh, the new stuff for the Flash movie that's going to have Michael Keaton playing oh. the original Batman again. <gasps> what? Yes, what? What? Yes, what? <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, um, how okay, well, look, let me let me quickly get in and go. Virginia, <laughs> is Cyrano the kind of story that's going to make us come out of the theater going, "Oh, I love love," or is it going yes. to be achingly painful? Yes, uh, it is very much in the love, love category. Uh, we have, I don't know if um, anybody remembers, but we've just lived through a very traumatic two and a half years. And the original Cyrano is a tragedy. And I just, as I was writing it, I was like, I don't think I have any bandwidth for tragedy, let alone everybody who I'm bringing this show to. Oh, I mean, I barely remember it. I've drunk a lot. Um. <laughs> yes, yes, you and me both, baby. Hey, uh, Cyrano, Feb 17 to March 5 at Heath Ledger Theatre, Perth Festival and Virginia Gay. A genuine honour and a pleasure to have you on the show this morning. Can't wait to have you here. Thanks so much. Hey, um, yesterday we received a text because it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, we threw out our text line. If you ever want to chat to us, 04800 214 Yeah, and we got a text from a bloke by the name of Dennis. And he mentioned in the first text that uh, he went to St Norbert's. Yeah. Now, I went to St Norbert's. Yep. And so I sent him a hello. I was like, hey, mate, nice to hear from you, so on and so forth. So, I think you said St Norbert's represent. Yeah. <laughs> Because you love it when you find out other people come from St. Norbs. Absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> 04800-21945 if you also do. Um, but then he sent a follow-up text message to my response and he said, say hi to Miss Cahill. Because you taught at St. Norbert's for a I little did. bit. I did. I was so, a high school teacher before this job and, and that's I where, taught there. That's where you and I first met. Yes. As well. Now, I wanted to get Dennis on the phone and he joins us from Coburn. Good morning to you, Dennis. G'day, guys. How's it going? Good. Hi. Uh, would you like to say hello to Miss Carrie here? 
Hello, Miss Cahill. Oh, hi, Dennis. I think you are supposed to go, good morning, Miss Cahill. No, it's not. We were high school students we were talking about, so they didn't have to talk like that. It's Catholic school, so it's also an, and may God bless you. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, yes, definitely. I must have missed those bits in my classroom. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, now, Dennis, I just wanted to ask what Kimber was like as a, as a teacher. Oh, thanks, bud. Just throw me under the bus. Out you go. <laughs> Dennis, were you in my year 11 drama class? Uh, no, not not in drama class. I, I think we may have uh, crossed courses in, in something other than drama. Oh, okay. um, I, I believe you were uh, uh, around the Xanton area because that was... Oh, yeah, because uh, House where, of Xanton. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was oh. the house leader and, yeah. Dennis, were you a Xanton boy? Yes, I was. I am the tiger. Step down, Pete. How dare you? Oh, Tongolo. Xandon had everything going for it. Tongolo represent. Shout out to T3 (laughs) this morning. Hope you're all having a great day. You know, the only award we won while I was there in my five-year tenure, as a house captain, if I might have, was the reading award. Oh, and Xanton was like always the the, the best at sports. Oh. Um, I, uh, so, Dan, so you cross paths with Miss Cahill. Um, yeah, cool. Ever have a bit of a chat? Yeah, Miss Miss Cahill was one of these people that were like, um, no one's the same sort of thing. As long as you show up, you participate, that's all that they're asking you for. Jeez. Oh, that wow. seems pretty fair. Just that leaving, seems like pretty reasonable teaching. Just leaving an impression on well, you know, the, it, the youth To be there. fair, though, Dennis, you know, I've, I always took the approach that, like, I think that kids can smell BS. Mm. And if you don't know what you're talking about, you should just be honest. And I never thought that I was better than any of them just because I was a teacher. I just felt I was slightly older. Um, Mate, uh, what, just out of curiosity, um, what year did you finish? What year did you graduate at St. Norbert's? 2009. 2009. Yeah, right. I was clubbing in 2009. (laughs) Shut up. It makes me feel so old. I was still young. I was a cool young teacher. Uh, And hot. Like, I, so I remember, (laughs) I remember walking in and going, you're not Miss Hilton. Oh, you're very kind. Um, I was like 25. Everyone's hot when they're 25. Actually, that's so true. Um, Hey, Dennis, thanks for joining us this morning, mate. It's nice to know that, uh, that Miss Cahill left an impression on you. Thank you, guys. I'm not satisfied. <laughs> what do you mean you're not satisfied? Well, he knew you, but technically wasn't taught by you, and I want to hear from someone who was taught by you. So I'm oh, going to bring this back we... tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, I don't think you're going to find... I mean, I have taught... I didn't teach for that long. I don't know you're going to find that many students in this city. Oh, I'll find someone. Oh, yeah? I will not rest. <laughs> I will not rest until I find out what horrible teacher you were. The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for My Place Secure Delivery Bundle. Visit myplacesmarts.com.au. Next 94.5.